Are we breaking news here? Does, do people know about this? Is this breaking news right now? Uh, not yet, but hopefully it will be. Welcome to Drop the Disc. This week's guest, Cal Ray, is the director of the Augusta Economic Development Authority. If you have ever wanted to know anything about projects that are coming to the city of Augusta or projects that are happening right now, this is the episode for you. He talks to us about how partnerships with other surrounding counties have helped us to grow the Augusta area. You know, I, I'll say this to anybody. If you're only worried about doing better than Columbia County or Aiken County and you're in Richmond County, you've already lost the battle. We're competing with 50 other states and 150 other countries for jobs, and you can't lose sight of that. What are the problems that the Augusta Economic Development Authority is trying to solve? But also, we have one of the largest poverty rates. How do we bring people out of poverty and give them a career versus just a job? So that's part, that's part of one of our missions is how do you upskill people? He talks to us about exciting projects that are coming to the city. There's a concept where you can put 12,000 people in that stadium. Wow. Which would be a great event for Augusta. And, yeah. it's, and it's not just masters. Right. Once they can really do events, they're going to do events hopefully throughout the year. And what about that downtown grocery store that everybody knows we need? So that, so that is a strategic endeavor of our office. Where can you put a grocery store? What other projects in downtown work together? That's across the board. How do you get the right, the right job, the right venue, the right retail establishment to where it's needed in the community? If you love Augusta and if you love development, then this episode is for you. Check out Cal Ray with the Augusta Economic Development Authority. I think we're going to answer a lot of you guys' questions. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. It is my pleasure to, of course, tell you what you already know. And that's that this episode, like every episode, is presented by our 2020 presenting sponsor, Nancy Powell. Now, Nancy Powell is a broker and she's the head of a real estate firm called Powell & Associates. She's a local business person who has gone from a real estate agent in Augusta to one of the most involved people we've ever met. She's involved in the Chamber of Commerce. She's involved with the Young Professionals of Augusta. She's involved with Drop the Dis, of course. And she's Cyber City's best real estate broker. If you have real estate questions, send her a message on Instagram at Downtown Augusta Broker, Nancy Powell, Augusta's trusted and involved real estate broker. Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. And we're here with Drop the Disc Podcast. We have a special guest today, as we do every week, but this is a very special guest, and we are here with... Cal Ray, I'm president of the Development Authority of Augusta, Georgia. Excellent. Thank you for being here with us, Cal. And uh, we're going to talk about the Development Authority. We're going to talk about a project that you kind of just referenced to us before the show that you're doing with uh, a local golf tournament. Um, But first, Hmm. we (laughs) definitely... First, we definitely want to direct the this conversation to you personally. So you're the development director uh, in Augusta, but you're not from Augusta. Talk to us about where did you grow up? So I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. There through just north of Birmingham, Birmingham north to Huntsville until through middle school, through high school, after high school, off and been all over the place since then. College at Vanderbilt, master's degree at Georgia Tech. And then off from there, spent a uh, stint in Russia. Starring then, role in Lord of the Rings. Exactly. <laughs> he just Sorry. jumped. So, that was he jumped fan. so many questions that we we're going to ask him. <laughs> but hey, hey, 
short episode. No, yeah. So, <laughs> but so right now you do development, and that may be something that like people don't totally understand what all that means. But when you grew up, what is it that you wanted to do? What What was your what What do you want to do? Growing up, I was I wanted to be a doctor. Okay, yeah. medical school was the ultimate goal. Okay. Uh, and through sophomore year of college, that was the goal. <laughs> and, and did you had you ever heard of Augusta, Georgia, when you were in Birmingham, Alabama? Uh, I knew of it, but not much about it. Okay. okay. I mean, it was on the radar, but no, I couldn't have given you any detail about it. So you quickly took us through a lot of years. Um, but but let's kind of get a little bit closer of a perspective. So what were you doing? What were you doing? Uh, at professionally, that is. Let's start there. So professionally, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. So I started doing this in 2003, so 17 okay. years in. Uh, and I've been doing I've done this in four states. Okay. So it's kind of all over the board. Uh, same type of work for the last 17 years. The job did bring me to Augusta, but in each of the stops, I started in Alabama, three and a half years in Alabama. Okay. Then I was in uh, Dublin, Georgia. Okay. For se- seven and a half years. And then I was in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is just outside of Nashville for a little over four years. And then January will be three years here now. Okay, so what what's the what's the factor about these three the, these four cities that you've worked with that that has brought you to them as far as development? Like, wh- so let's let me back up. Actually, when people talk about development, wh- what is that on the ground level? What are you what are you doing? What are you developing? I think for every person, it means something different. I mm-hmm. think if you're uh, an apartment developer or a subdivision developer, it means obviously residential development. If you're doing commercial buildings, if you're doing retail, it means a totally different thing in you know strip malls or in standalone buildings or in malls. Right, right. If you mean economic development, it can be a it can mean workforce development. How do you get people the right skills to get jobs? So what is what is your job though? What are you over, or what are you overseeing? So we will touch a little bit of all of that. Okay. Typically, we'll say we're everything but residential, mm-hmm. but even in residential, we'll help them get to the right doors. So they can make a residential development so we can keep the population growing here and having new amenities for the, either the residents here or the new influx of people we're having through all the different components that are now new to Augusta. So, so I'm Dublin, w- Georgia. I bring you in. What's your pitch to me? So Why Dub- am I hiring you? So Dublin uh, Dublin was a little bit different. Obviously, much smaller town. Worst example. I apologize for but that. But it's, it's okay because each one's a, bit, a little bit different. When I started in Alabama, we were 60 miles north of Birmingham. We were right in the middle of the uh, auto alley. Okay. So suppliers to Mercedes, supplier to That Toyota. was a rough area. Yeah, well, it, it was, we located a billion dollars in 10 years, which wow. is a big number, but over 10 years, a billion dollars. We've located a billion dollars in the last two and a half years so in Augusta. what does that mm. mean when you say you've located this money? That would be new capital investment in the industrial sector for new job creation. So, so let's say, so Starbucks located five years ago, Okay. Uh, but Manus Bio just located out on the east side of the county. They created 75 jobs. They invested $20 million. Those are the types of companies. It's a bio, uh, a bio company outside of the traditional manufacturing that took an old NutraSuite facility and turned it into a bio production facility. Those are the exciting things we get to do for Augusta. But we also located three warehouses last year. Mm. So it's like it really is all over the board. We help bring Top Golf here. Okay, so, so those so we're kind of all over the place. All of those projects are different. They all have different things that were needed to bring everybody to the table. So let me take a stab at your mission right here and tell me tell me how close I am. Your mission is to increase the value of cities by bringing in investment, whether it's commercial, residential, uh, or other. In a purely economical sense, yes. Okay. But we, we, take it, we take it down a step further. Okay. It's anything for the betterment of the community. 
Okay. So who is we? Talk to me about we. Do you work directly for the government? So we are what you would call a quasi-governmental organization. That is, that's the actual terminology in state law. We were created by statute in, the, in 1967 or 1968. And what's the company name again? Just Development Authority of Augusta, Georgia. Previously, it was the Development Authority of Richmond County. Okay. We were going more for identity. If you said the Development Authority of Richmond County, how many Richmond counties are there across the U.S.? Mm. You might okay, necessarily right. not know what Richmond True. County. If you say the Development Authority of Augusta... Got a good shot. Very, very narrows right. it down a lot more. <laughs> and you say the Development Authority of Augusta, Georgia... You know exact geography the minute you hear it. There you go. So that's that was the point behind the name change. So when you're talking about these other places you've worked, these are different agencies you've worked for, and you've headed these agencies. Is that correct? The previous two, yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So now let me ask you this. what Do you have like a certain specialty, a certain thing that you enjoy about development specifically? I, I'm a numbers guy. So okay. I, I, I do, whether it's the capital, the capital stacks or showing how the numbers fit together to make sense, financially mm. that, that, that's my okay that's the that's probably a skill set many don't have okay but i can bring all of those numbers together but it's a lot more than that uh if you just said 10 years ago it was whether you just had a site or a building okay seven years ago it was probably in well 20 years ago sites and buildings 10 years ago incentives now it's workforce can you get the skill sets we need? So you it's want people just, to move here. You want to develop a workforce. Oh, absolutely. That too. It's not, it's, it, but well, it's, it's, it's yes and no. Yes, there are going to be a new influx of skills. There's going to be a new influx of talent into the market. But also we have one of the largest poverty rates. Right. How do we bring people out of poverty and give them a career versus just a job? Okay. So that's part, that's part of one of our missions is right. how do you upskill people? So this, this is not the average conversation. Usually no. our conversations, we're going to focus on you. I haven't even talked yet. <laughs> this is right up David's alley. I'm just enjoying it for the ride, honestly. And you're so mission-focused, it really seems like, it, it seems like we're going to stay on this mission and talk about what development is. And I'm okay with that. So let, let's talk about this. Well, let me throw you a curveball. I also have six okay. kids. So oh my it goodness. also goes with the family piece. What are I okay. want my kids to be in 25 years? So right. let me ask you this. Do you want them to be in Augusta in 25 years? Or, or do you want them to go to Dublin, Georgia? He's holding out for that. <laughs> a, grew up in Alabama, still a lot of family in Alabama, lived in Georgia more than anywhere else in my life. So Georgia has become home. Uh, but so... I want, I want my kids to have the option to come back to Augusta, Georgia. Right. Because our goal here is to have our kid. My, my youngest is in first grade. Mm -hmm. yeah. We would like our kids to finish high school in Augusta. Right. That's okay. assuming they keep me for 12 more years. Right. But that Call would be our shot. goal. Our goal would be to stay in Augusta for at least another 12 years. Can I just do a little side question that I have to ask everybody that grows up in Alabama? <laughs> Alabama I don't want to hear Auburn? The, I, I don't know this question. I, don't, don't just... Answer it, and then we'll move on. We don't no, have to talk about it. No, mine's Auburn, <laughs> but my wife says Alabama. Oh, my gosh. Did the father approve? Like, what did you... I know it's bad, but okay, I know we're going off on tangent here, <laughs> but we're moving on. I Anybody that grew up in Alabama or knows anyone that grew up in Alabama, you it's know it, it is, it's their, it's professional sport there. It's first choice. It's the only it's professional first, sport. First question you get. Yeah. And then, I just had to ask. We can move on, though. Okay. I like you even more now, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're killing. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay. okay, so we're going back to Del. I just had to do my piece, and then we can just keep talking about serious stuff. Coming up, more serious stuff. We talk about developing Augusta and growing our city. But first, 
So you want to start a business and you're not sure where you want to go. You live in Augusta, Georgia. You don't think that we have anything that is going to help and connect you to people that you need to start a business. Well, you're wrong. We've got something called the Clubhouse. The Clubhouse is a business and it is a co-working space with all the fundamentals and all the connections to help you start a business. Check out the Clubhouse. The website is theclubhow.se. That is their website. That's how you can learn how to contact them. You can learn all the boot camps that they're having to help you get on the floor, get on the ground, and start building your business. Office space is important. So it is a shared co-working space built for you. Check them out, the Clubhouse. Uh, and so actually, I, I, I want to get... I'm, I'm interested in this. So from your perspective, from, from your perspective of working with different cities and what you do specifically, you moved to Augusta three years ago? January will be three years. Talk to us about your impression of Augusta when you first moved here and, and what kind of things you wanted to change about the city when you first moved here. I think it's having a vision. Where do we want to go? You know, you, you hear cyber, that ambiguous right. term that everyone hears cyber, cybersecurity. It means a little something different to everybody. Mm -hmm. How do we leverage that? That's one of the things we talk about in our office. If, if, if we want DOD contractors, they're coming, to get con they're coming just to get contracts out of Fort Gordon. And once they complete a contract, they're going home. Yeah. And if, God forbid, 20 years from now, Cyber Command is moved somewhere else, what happens? Mm -hmm. it, our goal should be to build out an ecosystem that means even if Army Cyber Command is gone, that that layer of employment will stay. It's so strong and ingrained within the community, it won't go anywhere. That has to be the long-term goal. It can't just be short-term contracts out of Fort Gordon or contracts out of Futures Command in San, in San Antonio. How do we create that skill base so even if the Army is no longer here, you have other employers that need that skill set that are going to be flocking here? And that's the, that's the opportunity we have right now. Flag stood up over the summer. Our U.S. Cyber Command is here. There's 75 soldiers coming out of the military every month with a skill set that very few people, very few communities elsewhere in the country have outside of, say, a Fort Meade or a Fort Belvoir. How do we leverage those soldiers? How do we keep them here? How do they then begin their non-military career producing, making an employment, and making mm -hmm. a home in Augusta? Yeah. Those are the types of things we have to think long-term. And, and one of those... That brought up, we had Chad Harpley on with... Um, yeah, Premier uh, Networks. Pre thank you, Premier Networks. And he was saying one of the things, it's hard for him to hire someone from cyber, into his cyber company... Because everyone's so qualified. Worked, ...who has worked in military. First, the pay is different right. to go from government to private. And then you're overqualified to work for a business of his stature just because it's a small business. Mm -hmm. So I agree. You have to create that base. But it's also those that are coming out of the military, okay, maybe Chad doesn't have a place for them. What about entrepreneurship? How do they create their own business and use their own exactly. skill set to create their perfect, own revenue stream? Perfect tie-in. That was my perfect. next question. And, that, and, and that, that's got to be our goal. How do, you, how do you plug those people into the community outside of military? Maybe they were doing 80 hours a week on Fort Gordon and they were never really ingrained in the community, mm -hmm. but maybe their spouse was or their children mm -hmm. were in the schools. Listen to Drop the Disc podcast. So, so, <laughs> so how do we continue to, to bring those people into, right. the, into the fray and help to improve the community? So let me ask you this then. I'm calling you an insider. You don't have to agree with me that you are. I'm going to call you one. I, I think you're an insider that understands what kind of businesses are coming to Augusta and what kind of changes we can expect. 
Um, and and we had we did an episode with Eric Parker and Grace Blanchier from mm-hmm. the Clubhouse, which I assume you guys I assume you guys have worked together. Absolutely. Um, where do you see that future kind of like next wave of businesses in Augusta? Like, do you think it's going to be national companies moving here? Do you think it's going to be local startups? A combination? Do you do you see that in in your work? So my opinion, it's it's a combination. Okay. We need the national startups. We need the resources that the small business may not have to continue to improve the community, mm-hmm. higher paid jobs. But it's also, it, it's not just about bringing in the $100,000 a year salary. It's also bringing in the 10 to 12 to $15 an hour jobs to teach a skill set. You don't go from no skills to making $100,000 a year. What is the increment? How do you do that? And depending on the generation, you want to jump into the $100,000 a year job. Right. But if they're not there and you don't have the skill set for it, we got to have the increment. You got to have the steps along the way. And it's not just manufacturing. It's not just distribution. It's not just cybersecurity. It's it's medical community. It's the nuclear science industry with Savannah Riverside and, and Plant Vogel. And, it, and it's not just Richmond County. You hear the, the counties that jockey, as long as we do better than Columbia or Richmond or Aiken, <laughs> then we're happy. You know, right. I, you know, I'll say this to anybody. If you're only worried about doing better than Columbia County or Aiken County and you're in Richmond County, you've already lost the battle. We're competing with 50 other states and 150 other countries for jobs. Right. And you can't lose sight of that. So let me ask you this. That's an interesting topic that you bring up, that Columbia County, Richmond County divide. And, you know, a lot of people would like to paint the picture. I think that they're very polarized and, and opposite. But you probably work with development authorities in Columbia County and Aiken County and, and surrounding counties. How, how is that? Uh, do the counties work together? How, what kind of projects have you put together with them? So I can talk about the development authority piece. So, okay. so my counterpart in Columbia County is Robbie Bennett. My counterpart in Aiken is Will Williams. My counterpart in Burke County is Molly Olson. Okay. We travel together. We make joint pitches together. If it doesn't come to Richmond County, I'd prefer it to go to one of those three because it's going to touch the citizenry in all of those communities mm. versus going to an Atlanta or a Nashville or an Austin, Texas. So we, we work together all the time. Yeah. Will and I travel together. Robbie and I travel together. And we really market the MSA because those what is job, that? What is that? Seven counties, five in Georgia, two in South Carolina. What does that stand for? Metropolitan Statistical Area. (laughs) We all learned something. We all, if nothing else, (laughs) if nothing else, you just learned that. I guarantee it. (laughs) So I'm sorry. Well, it's that with that piece, it's a matter of marketing. Two hundred five thousand people in Richmond County are marketing six hundred fifty thousand people in the MSA. Okay, you get people's attention a lot quicker when you're talking about six hundred fifty thousand people versus two hundred five thousand. Now, I'm interested in this also. You've kind of mentioned some of the things you've been excited that have happened. Mm -hmm. What are some projects that you've worked on locally that people might that people might have heard about, or that maybe that you're just really proud of? So, Top Golf's a good example. It's outside of the normal economic development project. Yeah, shout. By the way, that was like low hanging fruit alley-oop, make it happen, and I'm so happy that you guys made that happen. Right. Well, so the biggest piece back to that, Jordan Trotter. Yeah. They were working yeah. on them for years. <laughs> How do you get them interested in the market? Going out mm-hmm. to ICSC, and, uh, ICSC, International Council of Shopping Centers, okay. for the last <laughs> five-plus years. You, for us and the people at home. Right. The acronym master. <laughs> yeah. Well, pitch, pitching them on Augusta, and it was always the market's too small, the market's too small. Finally, they got them interested in a conversation, and... Luckily, we were able to come in. If you, if you see the road that you're coming in, uh, 
if you come to the where the kind of the cul-de-sac is right there by the movie theater yeah and continue driving down to top golf way top golf drive right. whatever, whatever it, is, it is we actually constructed that road that was our <laughs> portion of the project from the wow, development authority really? to make it happen and then we turned that asset over to the city as a public asset wow so that's really interesting. The, you, the development authority, you said, basically had those roads built. What are some things that you guys hands-on do to make these projects happen? So, you know, the quickest answer is the marketing piece. We try to get people interested in Augusta. And that can be right. across almost any different industry, any sector of the economy. But then it's making the right connections. Maybe they have an odd building piece that they need to put up and it doesn't really fit building code. So how do you manage to get them through building code, to get them mm-hmm. through the right steps? to make sure they don't get frustrated. It is helping them, you know, you set them up with the Department of Labor, you set them up with MAU, you set them up with one of the staffing agencies. How do you get them with the right people? Mm-hmm. How do you make them comfortable with the workforce? We also administered incentives. Mm-hmm. Some people have varying opinions of incentives. Uh, and what I'll always tell people there what is... What do you mean by administer incentives? Tell us what you... I, there could be tax relief. Mm-hmm. In cases like for the Top Golf Project, the road, it was... We paid for a road. Right. Gotcha. So, it's, right. I mean, it, it's not cash to a company, but it's cash into an asset. Right. It's still cash out of our pocket. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 it really runs the gamut from just making the right connections for people to get them, in, to get them into the right office so they know what the right re- regulations they need to follow, or it's building an asset like a road. So, I have a question. You know, Topgolf, incredible accomplishment, but you put it right off of I-20, which is kind of their MO. They kind of, and I can't tell you what that stands for, but it's something I, I, tell you what that I know for it's you, something you say, but it's kind of their <laughs> MO to go right off the highway so you can see it and whatnot. Um, and so that was, I wouldn't say an easy sell, but it was easier than having them put it off Calhoun Expressway. And not to, and, not to diminish that it was an incredible thing that happened. Like it was just so obvious that it was perfect. Right. It was exactly. so perfect. So my question is, is it, is it difficult to get, get people excited to invest in downtown Augusta? And, and if, if it is, does it have anything to do with the, the, uh, the buildings that are down here that are older and it's going to take a lot of money to you oh, know, bring it a, back to a life? Or, or is this, um, you know, I'm just curious because Augusta has great buildings on the outside. Yeah. We know inside <laughs> they need work. Right. Uh, the ones so that have been like, sitting there. Like what, are you, what do you hear from investors about yeah. downtown Augusta. It, it's it's mixed depending on the industry. So let's take Top Golf for example. Right. That was the only site they were ever going to locate sure. in Richmond County. Right. There was never a consideration. It had to be interstate. Right. And, and they don't technically have interstate visibility, but it was getting them close enough that you could right. make the argument for their model. Right. Yes. By the way, if you don't know, it's also the first concept of its kind. It is, it is which, which is, is really so cool. cool. Yeah. It is, I mean, I think the next one is Chattanooga, Chattanooga and Birmingham. It, Chattanooga is opening, I believe, this month, and then Waco, Texas follows that. And then there's a fourth one, but I don't I right think, offhand. I think there's one going up right behind the Mall of Georgia off of, I think, 285. And I think that's the same concept. Tune in for your local Top Golf rumors <laughs> with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but downtown. So we, we pitched that. So... The first thing people, I mean, they always think if in the past we were all, we were the entity that recruited manufacturing to the community. That's mm-hmm. what the authority was known by, graphic packaging, international paper, Textron, Solve, whatever the industry you pick it, you're going to be Mike Pageant Highway, Doug Bernard, South. Right. That was what right. thought. And that's typically what industrial development boards, development authorities, depending on the state you're in, that's, that was what they did. Right. But... Economic development is so much more than that. So it's 
So we work office projects, we work commercial, we work retail, we even help residential pieces. I mean, we're helping several residential evaluate downtown right now. Okay. How do you put apartments? How do you put multifamily? So it's, it's truly across the board. Downtown has a great structure. Right. What do you hear about downtown? Rents don't justify residential projects. How do you raise rents? But then how do you also not push people out of downtown if you're right. going to raise rents? Right. Which is a the biggest, Two hottest. Two key questions. Prop, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it can be, I need my project ready in 90 days. Well, some of these buildings are going to take a year minimum to renovate. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a timing issue. But then the, the big one, and I don't want to get into this argument, but parking. Where do people park? Right? I was wondering when we would get to parking. <laughs> and you, and, and it, it, it always comes up. If mm-hmm. I'm going to, Unisys, for example, that's the big one. That's the yep. one the development authority is always in the middle of because we got a parking lot down there with 500 spaces. <laughs> yep. But to get Unisys here, and, and I was on the losing end in Clarksville. We were the number two community for Unisys. Oh, that's interesting. If if that parking had not been included, it would not be, Unisys would not be here. So you can make the parking <laughs> argument. I just happen to be number two. I'll tell you, in four, leaving Georgia, being out of Georgia for four years, only project I lost to Georgia was to Augusta. <laughs> and speaking of that, so in that parking problem that you're talking about, also had a little bit to do with the depot situation, correct? I could be very wrong, and it would be uh, it would be great to talk about that a little bit, just for you the would people have to, at home. You would have to flesh out what you mean by that. So, here, here's the structure of the deal. I'm talking off of what I read on Augusta Chronicle. So let me turn that into a question, if that's okay. And, and if I misrepresent this, then please let me know. The depot was such an incredible project that a lot of people were excited about. I mean, we worked with Deacon all in Augusta. You know, they were raising money to help that process. Um, what I'm curious about is, like, one, what didn't work out in that? And then, two, can what does Augusta need to do to see projects like that succeed? That was right on point, David. Thank yes. you. So, as all questions are, it depends on perspective. So, of course. A, the, depot, the, the most recent project on the depot with Block Global yeah. was not our project. Okay. So we had zero fingerprints on it. Okay, which is why it didn't succeed. Well, Go ahead. not necessarily, but, <laughs> but in that... Allegedly. Not ask our opinion. Not mm-hmm. ask to assist. Interesting. But there's a, there was a viable entity down here that was working that, the Downtown Development Authority. Okay. Uh, they did their best to make that project work. Part of that issue was it drug out five years. It's never a good sign. No, absolutely. And not many people know that. Now, now with, uh, absolutely. And now with that, parking, parking was a component of sure. that project. Right now you have 540 spots that we built on the depot site. Mm-hmm. They are for the Unisys employment that they've committed to 600 people in downtown. Full security. Which is Full security, gated. fence, awesome. gated, security key, non-public parking. Yep. And looks great, by the way. We just need it full. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, that being said, there's always the highest and best use of that was never as a parking lot. Mm. There was always other projects. So the commission will have to decide. The, the, the city owns the property, the land. Okay. We own everything above ground, asphalt okay. up. We, we, we built it. It's, it's for use of Unisys to employ 600 people in downtown. The next step is what is the highest and best use? What is a project that complements and improves downtown? And there's, there's many different possible projects down there. It could be a residential project. It could be an office project. Depot project took a couple of those components. Mm-hmm. How do you tie in the marina? How, you, how do you tie in Riverwalk? Lots of things that go into that. I think the commission now, after that project going on for five years, 
Mm-hmm. How do they decide they want to look at that project again? But also, you've already got a conversation about parking in downtown. How do you figure out a parking solution that helps more than one site? It helps multiple businesses, but you can also take the parking off of the depot site, so then you can actually do a project on it. We'll be right back, but not before I tell you about a really cool announcement from a beer partner of ours that we've had for a little while. Savannah River Brewery is releasing a new beer, the West Coast IPA Hammer of Hops. It's not only going to be in their tap room, which is located downtown, but it will also be at local uh, liquor stores, at local grocery stores, as well as at Kroger. So if you like IPAs, I've had this. It's really good. Pick it up. Give it a try. And by the way, the artwork is insane. Savannah River Brewery, follow them on Facebook for information about cool stuff like this that's going on. And by the way, thank you for listening. We're back to the show. So the great news is that we have an expert in the room right now. And I'm really interested. I want to ask you, to the, to the problems that you just posed, what is your thinking on that? If, if you were called up by the commission, I'm not saying this would ever happen, and they were to say, hey, what do you want us to do? We'll 100% commit to trying our best to do it. What, would, what is the solution to make people de- want to develop downtown further? So the quick answer is the development authority is not the solution finder. Okay. We go to market to find the solution. Okay. At the end of the day, it has to be a project that turns a revenue to justify the expense. Block Global was, a, depending on the day, 42 to $100 million project. Mm-hmm. What will the market bear and what makes the most sense? We, can be a, we could be an avenue to help solve that equation mm-hmm. in bringing the right players to the table if the commission asks us. And we would be happy to help if we were asked. So instead of dragging you in, and, and I, I really want to further question you on this, but I don't ethically want to do that. We've got you in the studio. You're, you're smiling right now. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the good thing is that we talk to, we talk to all 10 commissioners. Mm-hmm. Our office works with them all the time in their various districts. So on, on, on sites all through, their, through all of their districts. How is working with the commission? That was, that's actually my next question. I mean, Sean Franham, friend of the show, uh, he definitely was from what we understand, a big part of the Topgolf development. Brandon Garrett. We love Brandon Garrett. He's just downstairs, probably not anymore. He probably went home, but we love, <laughs> we, we have a good relationship with the commission. And so we're interested though in, from your perspective of working with the commission, like I think voters in Augusta think the commission has a massive impact on what happens, but what's your, how is it to work with the commission for you? So from our, so from our perspective, when I when I arrived January of eighteen, right, limited relationship with the commission with our office. Oh, just over the Is years they drifted apart. It depends on the community. Yeah. Um, so, like, relative to places you've worked, though, like, is that normal? Do you think? From the from the my previous four positions, no. Okay. That being said, I I have many friends across the country that it, you could say there are issues here. Mm-hmm. But there are issues elsewhere. That they could be worse. This is a this is a uh, utopia <laughs> compared to, to compared to other communities. Okay, interesting. So me, perspective. Yeah, it, it absolutely right. is. Uh, me working with the commission. I think I think it's my personal opinion, not my board's opinion. My opinion. I think the commissioners all have the best interest of the community at heart individually. It's just sometimes a matter of the individual opinions not coming together at the right time, or it's the way. It's the way they're, they're framed. I think that's important to acknowledge, though, because I don't think anybody wants to stop things that would be good for the city. Absolutely, I agree. I think all the commissioners truly want, want what is best for the community. 
Are we are we good to talk about like future? Like, are we there absolutely? Yet? Okay, that cool, was what cool. I was gonna do. Awesome. So that's why um, <laughs> I I would like to know, you know, as an advocate for showing oh. off, showing off Augusta, you know, drop the disc. You know, what are some things that we can look forward to in the future? Uh, we can either pre COVID ideas that were happening and grocery store possible grocery stores <laughs> happening downtown. That is a focus of our so, office. So really? in, yeah. anything that we can look forward to in this area or anywhere in Augusta, you know, I, I in Appling, Georgia, remind I'm, me to come back to the grocery store. Cause I want to ask you about that. I Go mean, ahead. in Appling, Georgia, we have Amazon fulfillment center be, being built right now. And, yeah. you know, so, I mean, we've great, got great win for Robbie. Yeah, for yeah, sure, absolutely. for sure. And I mean, that's 600, 800 jobs right there. So uh, very excited about that. So are there any things that we can look forward to, maybe development downtown that people at home might want to hear about, some encouragement to hear that we're working on that you're allowed to talk about? And and that's the catch with our office. There so we go. So non-disclosure <laughs> agreements, right. working in, in confidence with companies. So the keywords. Easy- Keywords or subject like sure. just giant <laughs> titles. I can I can talk broad. in generalities. Yes. Sure. Right yeah, yeah, now, yeah. so so why don't I give you a little background on what on our process? Okay. So our process is not a process of being victorious on day one or being the winner. Our process is a process of elimination. Manufacturer going to employ five hundred people and invest hundred million dollars. Let's use that as an example. Okay. They may start with hundred communities across the U.S. and maybe start with ten countries. And they start whittling it down. Where is the best loca- uh, logistical fit? Where is the best fit for where my end customers are? Where is the best fit for the skill sets of the workers in the markets? Where can I go and get the best tax structure? Where can I go where the best economical arrangement for either money Benefits. Or, or for business right. sector, uh, pro-business community, where are those? Mm. And they start going empirically to start with, say, let's say they started with 125 sites over those 11 countries. They may narrow it down to 10 before they ever step foot in a community. So how do you survive being in that 115 that were cut without them ever putting a foot in the community? You can look at Augusta on paper versus being here in person and it's two different stories. Right. How do, you, how do we get to the point where we can tell our story? And at the end of the day, that it, it truly is telling a story why is it a good place for families? Why is it a good place to recruit workers? Why is it a good place to be in a pro-business community? But you got to get in that final 10 before you can really tell that story. Now, and- so, something we ask local businesses a lot is, and, and I know you're not a local business, but how the community works together and how they work with similar businesses. You're talking about marketing Augusta. Do you guys work with the CVB? We do. And, and the, uh, what is it? Augusta Sports uh, Council. Yes. Uh, less so with them just because we don't do a lot of sport events, okay. but with Benish and Jennifer and the entire yeah. staff over there, Lindsay, we're yeah. a huge them fan all the of time. Them. Absolutely. Yeah. They're um, great. What, what kind of project, what kind of stuff have you guys done with them? Also one, so Olmstead stadium, C4, are you two familiar with that project? Yes. So that was one. C4 live. C4 live. Yeah. That's exactly company, right. right. Entertainment yeah. company. Absolutely. I so, worked for an entertainment company when that announcement was made. Very mm-hmm. disappointed personally, but it was pretty cool for the city. And hopefully it will be. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. look, they're looking at putting one and a half, one point, one point seven to two million dollars in the stadium that had only had one event in the last two years. I was going to say it needs that. Absolutely, and I've I've seen their draft concept. It looks amazing. The community would be ecstatic if they can pull that off. And that's something that are we confident that that's happening? 
I work with them every week. Uh, they've already done all their, they've done all their graphic design. They've done their conceptual layout. They put together their cost structures. Ooh. Now it's a matter of when does COVID allow for events? Gotcha. I mean, yeah. they were supposed to do it in April. They, they were supposed they were to ready be about to do last an event year in April. or this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. April of 2020, they were going to do their first event around Masters. Uh, then in November, they were going to do their first event around Masters. But what do you need for them to do an event? You need patrons. Right. Yeah. So in April 2021, will we have patrons? Time will tell. Right. Or is it going to be November 2021? Who knows? Not to create a rumor, <laughs> but what? When is, when do you get back to a world of live events? Mm-hmm. And once you get back to a world of live events, is it six feet distance? Mm-hmm. How do you bring people in without having them wait in an hour line as you keep them six feet apart, which we all know doesn't work. Right. People can't maintain six feet. Right. People can't wear a mask, much less keep six feet for any <laughs> amount of time. Right. So how do you keep them safe? How do you meet protocols set forth by Governor Kemp to be able to justify a $2 million investment and bringing in, I mean, there's a concept where you can put 12,000 people in that stadium. Wow. Which would be a great event for Augusta. And, yeah. it's, and it's not just Masters. Right. Once they can really do events, they're going to do events hopefully throughout the year mm-hmm. with, with great talent and hopefully in conjunction with James Brown Arena, whatever coliseum yep. they build in the future. Um, there's a lot of opportunities, even partnerships with SRP. Yeah, we, we, have a local, uh, we have a local music highlight series called Augusta Rocks. We do an episode a month highlighting local talent. And, you know, that's the kind of situation that you feel like maybe the local talent doesn't get enough is to be on a big stage like that in front of in front of people that probably would go to see them. Absolutely. So that's that's really exciting. And and the you know the biggest thing for C4 if you don't know much about them is they typically do one-off events. Right. Super Super Bowl party, right. uh Las Vegas, Miami, New York, whatever it may be. Yeah, I would the tr- like them to hire me actually if they're <laughs> listening to this. That sounds really fun. And, and their guys <laughs> and, and their guys are great and their guys are in town probably every other week. Wow. Really? Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're spending a lot of time here. But the thing that got their attention was they wanted a home point. Hmm. They wanted something that, you know, they, they come in and build 200,000 square foot structures. Wow. It's up for two weeks and then they tear it down. And it's gone. It's never to be seen again. And they're outside. Of, they're out of a community. So, so here they can build on it. So maybe we go on that. How did you sell them on Augusta? What was the story that you painted for them to come to Augusta? I think I think the stadium itself is what really told the, told the picture. It had great bones. It was sitting there. It let them do all the different things they like to do in a venue, and it, it was almost a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the bones were there, and they could build it out to their specifications. And co- so they only have eighty days a year that their contract allows use of. Then it leaves the city two hundred and eighty days a year to do whatever else they want to do. That's awesome. So, and they're putting this, inve- this 1.7 to $2 million investment in, and the city has full use of it. And they're also paying some operating expenses throughout the year for the city and maintenance expenses. So it helps the city maintain an asset and hopefully utilize an asset. And the commissioners were great to approve it. They were great to work with. They were great to let us be involved in that process to make it all come together. But that's one of those, you got all, it was a unanimous vote to approve that project to happen at Olmstead Stadium. This is the kind of thing that we were hoping that we would talk about when yeah. you came on the show. This is yes. really exciting. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much for being here. Well, those the are the exciting projects you get to do in a place like Augusta. Yeah. Right. Uh, what What was I going to ask earlier? And 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 I was interrupting you. <laughs> grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> grocery oh, store. Yes. Downtown yes. grocery store. Hot yeah. button issue. We it did is. a we did a panel. Um, and we were talking about civil rights even. And, and one of the things that came up was just access to resources. Mm-hmm. And so that begs the question, Augusta Grocery Store, 
tell us what's going on. So that, so that is a strategic endeavor of our office. Where can you put a grocery store? What other projects in downtown work together? <clears throat> is, it off of, uh, is it off of Walton Way? Is it off of Laney Walker? I think both are options. There are even a couple of other options. How do you find the right spot and the right By the way, operator? Chris has a great idea for an, a spot, so you should get with him after this podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we, 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 actually, we're always looking for ideas. Yep. I've got a great spot, but we'll talk later. He does. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. It's in my backyard. Well, and we, we've, engaged a, we've engaged a niche operator that operates in Boston and D.C. Really? Small, small concept, fresh vegetables, fresh meats. So this is happening. Nice price point. Absolutely. The only thing that, the only th- my, my personal opinion is the only reason it hasn't happened is because of COVID. Mm. I like that. So, I mean, That's it, awesome. it's truly one of our goals is to locate a grocery store in downtown. I think a lot of people are going to hear that and that's going to make them, I mean, that's like one of the biggest things when people talk about now, Augusta. Now, when you say downtown, most people think of Broad Street. When you say downtown, are you saying Harrisburg to all the way to East Side, anywhere in downtown, or where would be the best spot in your head? Would it be Broad Street? So the, so one of the things you said is how do you get a grocery store to people who need resources? If you live on right. Lanny Walker in Harrisburg, right. where do you go to get groceries? Exactly. Our targets would be Harrisburg or Lane yeah. Walker. Okay. okay. That's yeah, what I was absolutely. thinking as well. Yeah. So Perfect. high need area, basically. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Somebody that may not have access to transportation. Are they going to walk? Let's say you put it on I don't know, where the old Kroger was in downtown. Right. They're at the corner of Laney Walker and 15th, yeah. 15th, 13th? 15th. 15th. Laney Walker and 15th. That may serve Harrisburg to an extent. That doesn't serve Laney Walker. Okay. Right. And it may be the need for two small concepts. Yeah. To give access to people who, who need it. Right, but it's absolutely a focus. How do you get the re- how do you get the the ability to access resources to the right people? And that that's in this case it's groceries, but that's across the board. How do you get the right the right job, the right venue, the right retail establishment to where it's needed in the community? And just one offing, what kind of are we talking about? Like a Walmart marketplace? Are we talking about or a, a friendly neighborhood market that Walmart Small does concept. that has everything or an IGA? Because I don't think either. Probably. Okay. Yeah. So I think you're talking more smaller concept. Smaller, smaller. 1,500 to 2,000 square feet. Okay. Fresh, fresh, fresh meat, fresh vegetables. Like a fresh market. No, not the fresh market, but like a fresh comma market. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because one of, obviously cr- one of the drivers of retail is disposable income. Are we breaking news here? Does, do people know about this? Is this breaking news right now? Uh, not yet, but hopefully it will be. So I mean, maybe I mean, this is an act, these are, these are Well, these are active projects. This so is maybe not, like this is not a concept. This is not a con. This is not a concept out in the future. Right. These are active conversations going on now. Well, so, I have to say, like, ooh. whenever these things start progressing, let us know. We'd love to tell people about you know it. It'd be really cool as a Trader Joe's. <laughs> My girlfriend has that told me that every day for the last everywhere like, from Augusta to drive there, and people could walk yeah. there. Who uh. on, on our radar, but we're still not <laughs> where. So the, everybody has models. Right. What model do you okay. need in a community to make it work? And we're just not there yet. Okay, I love it. Yeah. So, if you need to hire anybody, I would love to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. You know the one good thing. I have a small staff. Where there's only five of us. Wow. But we all love what we do. That's something we didn't talk about. Yeah. So actually. Let's take a moment for that. Okay. Talk about your office. Talk about your team. We've kind of conceptually said a lot of things. Yeah. What are you guys doing every day and who's doing it? Okay. Uh, so let me just walk you through the team. Let's okay. go. So I am the second in, I'm in the second in years of seniority or the year of tenure. 
Okay. So the, the one who's been there the longest is operations manager, office manager, been there 23 years. Okay. She is the historical knowledge of the group, Lori Davis. Then you have Michael Norris, who's my project manager, basically new recruitment. If so, it's something that's not currently in the community, how are we going to get it here? So he's been here since April of 18. So a couple of months after me, he was my first hire. July of 18, I hired Chaney Thomason. She is, ex- she is manager of existing industry and strategy. So if they're already here, how do we help you? How do we create new strategic partnerships? And then I, November of 2018, I hired Tim McFalls. He is retail and commercial manager of retail and commercial development. So how do you get the right retailer here? How do you get the right commercial structure? Okay. So we kind of hit, hit everything. Again, the only thing you didn't hear, hear in there is retail. Right. So, I mean, not retail, residential. So if it's a residential project, we kind of all jump in to get them in the right place. Okay. But we are not, our entity is not designed for residential development. Okay. It's our just enti- a bonus. Correct. But our entity is designed for job creation. Is that a commercial building? Is that a, a retailer? Is that a, um, a manufacturing facility? Is it a cybersecurity defense contractor? Is it top golf? Right. It can be across the board. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with the drop the disc question. And of course, make sure you stick around after this conversation because Chris is going to do Around Augusta where he talks about local development, local rumors, and that is just going to be perfectly on brand with this conversation. So I'm starting to see a lot of people walking downtown. I'm starting to see a lot more people out and about in the city of Augusta. What better way to figure out where to go and what to do than the little guide to Augusta? It's a little red book that shows you and showcases all these businesses that are local to the city of Augusta, things that you can do, things that you can go experience. Guys, I want to encourage you to pick up one of these books. You can find them at any restaurant, any boutique, any anywhere you want. It's free for you. Take it home, flip through it, check out that awesome podcast that's on there, Drop the Disc. And guys, they are doing exactly what we want to do in a whole different format. They're showcasing the city of Augusta. What better way to support local business by picking up a little guide to Augusta? Okay. So I have a bonus question before we, I mean, I, unless David has a question. Well, here, let me do a development question, and then I'll, I'll, try, to, I'll try to be done after that. Um, so we, we, did a, we did a series where we, uh, we highlighted people that were running for commission uh, like eight or eight months ago, maybe. It was a while ago. Okay. And we asked them all this question, and I thought it was such an interesting question because it showed how much thought that person had put into the community. And I don't want to project that on you because I think the position you're in is totally different, but I'm interested in your insight. And so we asked them, if you had like a blank check approval to do a project that would improve Augusta, what project would you want that to be? And I'm interested to hear what, what project you would want that to be. Are we talking conceptual or are we talking that we know it could happen tomorrow with a true blank check? I want it to be a realistic idea, but with no, the don't ladder. worry about money. Okay. So I think that the area that could have the most impact is doing something at Regency Mall. Oh my gosh. That was my bonus question. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just all wrap it up together. Circle. Okay. So, so let's talk about it. What, so what are we doing there? Well, right now, nothing. Right. So absentee landowner, out of state. You buy it. You're, you're like, hey, Augusta, I, I just inherited a billion dollars. Let's do this project. What are we doing? It might, uh, it might need more. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the owner values it about that. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Wow. That being said, That's... obviously, there were some stories last week about it not 
not involved in it. Right. Not us. We, we keep track of it. We know there have been some demolition permits pulled. That being said, who knows what's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. But putting a large job creator there, kind of that one of the gateways to the community. I mean, obviously, Gordon Highway over the years it's seen, has seen some drop-off. You put a job creator there, that's probably a mix. It's probably a mixed-use development. It already has the infrastructure of the roads. I mean, we're talking about full-blown highway Absolutely. already. Good yeah. proximity into downtown, good proximity out to Fort Gordon. Parking. Even off, Grove Absolutely. Town and Grove Town. Absolutely. Yeah, you're good I mean, to go. Even access into our industrial areas. Yes. So putting a large job creator there basically revitalizes that whole area and starts revitalizing Gordon Highway. If there was just one project I would love to see happen is something to happen at Regency Mall. Beautiful. I look forward to you making that happen. I'm really glad you asked me that question, asked him that question, <laughs> because that just wrapped it all together. Are we ready to tie a bow on this? So speaking of wrapping it all together, at the end of every episode, uh, Chris asks everybody one question, and it's what does Drop the Disc mean to you? And this month's Drop the Disc questions are sponsored by Cheap Inflatable Rentals. So the weather is getting better outside. It's starting to cool off a little bit. You want to throw a birthday party for your child or for your friends or for your office, and you want to make it fun. I want to recommend a fun way to do that. CheapInflatableRentals.com. They've got the cheapest, the lowest rates, and they're all flat rates for you to rent anything you want that blows up. We're talking about slides. We're talking about slip and slides. We're talking about uh, jump houses. Cheapest in town. CheapInflatableRentals.com. Check them out on Facebook, Cheap Inflatable Rentals. You can DM there, or you can simply call them at 706-339-1821. And I'm about to repeat what he just said. (laughs) So, uh, hey, Cal, we're Drop the Disc Podcast. We like to drop the disc from Disgusta. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if you've ever heard of that. I'm sure you have. I have. Okay. And so if anyone were to walk up to you, and talk negatively about Augusta, what would your response be to them? The quick answer would be my wife brought, My wife agreed to al- allowed me to bring her and six kids here because she <laughs> saw value in the community. Our kids are all in public school. Our where kid, they go, get, are you okay to say where they go to school? Yeah, I've got, I've I got, think that's cool. I've got three at Warren Road. Uh, I've got five in school here. <clears throat> okay. Three at Warren Road, one at Davidson, and one at A.R. Johnson. Oh, that's so cool. Oh. Okay. Congratulations. Very cool. Well, it's it's great, and we looked at all kinds. Of, we looked at all the schools. That's I mean, excellent. we so great great public school system, which many people don't agree with. Well, let me rephrase: people take the, the the worst parts of the system. There's a lot of options, and try to put that all through the system. Right, right. I, if you take the top three or four schools in Richmond County, some of the best schools in the state, if not the southeast, possibly even the country. Davidson, on, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, and I see it firsthand. My daughter's just a sixth grader at Davidson. Yeah, great, great school. I bet she speaks better than Chris and I put together. Yeah. <laughs> probably she, writes better cursive. <laughs> cursive I'll probably give you. Yeah. Uh, but, but with that, I would say what people, people have that image of Augusta. Uh, it's a community. You can raise a family, but it's also a community. You can have a career. And there's very few places you can say that. You may have an Atlanta. I mean, I just came out of the Nashville market. Nashville's a great place. But I, my... Being in the Nashville area four years, there's great things about Nashville, but I think I enjoy Augusta more, which is the reason I can say I want to be here until my daughter finishes high school, maybe longer. At that point, I would have been here 15 years. You might as well just pitch a tent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but when it comes to, if you show people, yeah, you can, there are areas of Augusta that vitally need improvement, 
but there are so many great things about the community that even the locals don't think about. Yeah, you got the National and the Masters, and that's wonderful, and it gets you on people's radar. But when you come in and see the school system, and, and really the inner co-op, the what's the word, the cooperation between entities, mm-hmm. you hear this, dis, you hear the thought is it's dysfunction within government, it's dysfunction between entities that working together. I haven't seen that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah you've got conversations that can get negative sometimes, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, in, in our projects and the things that we try to touch, people come together and they're not an impediment. They, they try to work together. They try to, find, they try to find a solution, whether it's bringing engineering or utilities or the commission. They want to find solutions. They want to have a better community. And I think every community in some way has that. But we have so many assets. We have, I mean, even Columbia County has been great to work with. Aiken's been great to work with. Burke County, from, from our perspective, has been great to work with. Right. I don't necessarily work with, the, with commissioners directly there. Mm-hmm. But I work with their other organizations. I mean, we've got projects that split county. I mean, you, people don't know when they leave Richmond County and go into Columbia County. If you don't see that little green sign on right. the side of the road, they don't yeah. know. I mean, I walked in a store one day when COVID was first starting. We were actually buying a house right when the shutdown was starting, and we were buying flooring. They thought they were in Richmond County, but they were <laughs> actually in Columbia County and could follow a different set of rules. They had, they're a business and had not paid attention. Now, corporately owned, but the local people didn't even realize. Wow. And so people don't know when they trade pass between counties so robbie and i molly and i we work on projects potentially split county lines how do you bring two different planning boards together how do you bring two different engineering departments together and in the projects we work together that hasn't been a problem while they may have different structures they try to find a common solution that meets everybody's needs and i think that's missed i think it's missed sometimes by the local population they're really people who are here that care and it's, it's not the old disgust that you hear people talk about. It's, I think it's a new, I hate to be cliche, but a new age here in Augusta with people trying to work together across county lines really to, to improve the, the entire area. And that's what right. excites me the most. That's awesome. Uh, so first of all, Kyle, thank you for being here. My um, pleasure. It, it was really, this. I love this conversation, as you could probably tell. Um, I do too. That's why I didn't talk. Chris just likes <laughs> listening sometimes. <laughs> he gets excited. He's like taking notes. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you, uh, we talked pre-show about a project that you're doing that kind of revolves around a uh, local golf tournament. That's do you right. want to kind of talk about that really quick before we sign off? Yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it an overview. Especially so, since you're wearing the shirt right now. Absolutely. So, uh, so every year, our biggest event to bring people in the community is, is around the Masters. Can we say that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just did. Yeah. But we do. Yeah. We, we have a little right. golf tournament. It's, I mean, we deal, with, we deal with domestic companies. We deal with European companies, Asian companies. They, it, at the end of the day, they all know that little golf tournament we have. Mm-hmm. Right. And that gives us the ability to bring them in the community, highlight the community, occasionally get them on the golf course, and let them watch a round, watch a practice round highlight the community, take them to dinner, and then they're gone the next day. They're typically here 24 hours. Right. And we do that all week. Yeah. April, no, April postponed. Poof, gone for 2020. Except we're going to have it in November now. All right, we're going to bring people in in November. Patronless now. <laughs> so what do we do? How? We can't bring them. That's not the avenue to bring them to Augusta. Now, right. the great thing is because we typically come in for site visits. You want to see a piece of land. You want to see a building. They come in and look at these assets and they decide if this is the right investment for them. But how do you also highlight when they don't necessarily have a project in mind today? How do you get on their radar for future investments? Mm -hmm. So what we've done is taken a list of local products 
Second City is one of them. We have products from Second City. Shout out to Second City. Yep. yep. We have products from Ubor Coffee. Ubor Coffee. Awesome. We love Ubor Coffee. Absolutely. So we have have their products highlighted in the box. We also have a few other little bits of merchandise that we've highlighted in the box. That's cool. Okay. And then we're actually sending that out today. That's why I was late getting here. We're actually mailing that two-day mail to arrive opening round, first round on Thursday, so they can open it. And what we said is... This year, we couldn't bring you to the tournament, so we're taking the tournament to you. That's awesome. That's really cool. Just, uh, just for nothing else, just to keep Augusta on their mind. And let's right. take a moment. COVID is going on. I would think it might be pretty hard for local businesses to work with you and potentially give you product to send out. You don't have to talk about the details of that. So I'd like to kind of shout out those businesses for for being willing to, to put Augusta out there for uh, for potentially losing money. And, and still kind of promoting the city. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Well, the, the great thing from our office, all of that was purchased. I love. Okay, well, shout out so, to your office then yeah. for, for <laughs> shopping local. But, but the thing is that Ebora and Second City yeah. worked with us hand in hand to find the product we need to I, highlight the best of Augusta. And that's we awesome. know, we know yeah. that they did. We Absolutely. love, we love, we love them. them. Yes. <clears throat> well, Cal, speaking of things we love, we love this episode. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, we look forward to being the avenue that you use to make future announcements. Uh, Don't worry, we (laughs) accept. Um, I've got your number now. (laughs) Seriously, thank you for coming, man. It's been a pleasure. It's been my pleasure. I appreciate it. Absolutely. As you can tell, I love talking about this. I love what I do. That's great, man. We we just had to get you to learn some new acronyms today. (laughs) (laughs) Our industry is full of them. Oh, great. Cal, thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and tell a friend. Uh, Make sure you're following us on social media. uh, Drop the Disc Podcast. Next week's episode, we'll have Anna Bowers. We're really looking forward to that. She's the host and the producer of The Dish on Six, where she talks to local people about incredible things that are going on. We think we're going to get along pretty well with her. And please stick around because Around Augusta starts right now with Chris. Hey guys, this is Chris, and welcome to the Around Augusta segment. This is where I tell you everything going on that I think is really cool, and I want you to know about it. I've got two things today, two things. Some of us might have heard when Fred Ridley, chairman of the Augusta National, came on and did a press conference. He mentioned something that really caught my ears, and I'm really excited about it. They are partnering with AT&T, Bank of America, and IBM, And they are all donating a total of $10 million to help spur the redevelopment of Harrisburg neighborhood and the Laney Walker Walker neighborhood. Guys, that's really cool. I mean, that one week during Master's Week already helps us economically. They are now donating $10 million to this urban areas to help spur the redevelopment. That's incredible. Number two... A little on the down low, don't talk about it too much, but Second City and Dirty Girl have come together in one can to create a drink that I believe is going to compete very hardcore with Barstool Sports. I'm not going to give you any other information because I really don't want them to get upset with me, but I've tried it. It's incredible, and I'm super excited for this to be out on the market. That's all I'm going to tell you. I will confirm, not confirm, I will tell you when and where you can buy it. But right now, it is not out to the public. But it's super exciting, 
It's going to put Augusta on the map in a different way, and it's going to compete with Barstool Sports, which is really cool. And that is the end of Round Augusta.